Welcome to the 9 to 5 Killers podcast, an explorative and insightful journey inside the minds of some of the most successful entrepreneurs who have killed their day jobs to pursue their passions. Streets raise me, born in 80s baby, Lord save me, cause today I'm going crazy with this bullshit, 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 crazy with this bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Welcome to season two of the Nine Five Killers podcast, episode four. I'm your host, Glenn Graham, and today I have a super talented guest in the house, actor, comedian, writer, producer, AKA Mr. Fresh Out himself. Ladies and gentlemen, show some love for Mr. Commodore. Welcome to the show, my brother. How you doing today? Thanks for having me, man. I'm good, I'm good. I know a lot of people that are you know, influencers, people that I've, I've come up with that I've worked with before they became, you know, where they're at now. And one thing that I like about you is, is when my boy Plug, you know, shout out to Plug, he was episode one of Nine Five Killers. He said, I told him I saw a picture with you guys and I was like, yo, that guy, I wanna work with this dude. And he was like, hit him on his Instagram, DM him. And I was like, I can't do that because the people that I know that came up, I got their phone number, I can't get them on. So when I, when I hit you up and, um, and you got back, because one of the things that, that Plug said about you, he said, yo, he's just like us. He's a real dude. And I appreciate that you got back to me. And um, he said that if I was about my business, that you would be here and here you are. So I appreciate you for that. No doubt. Just wanted to say that. No Get that doubt. out the way. Shout out to Plug. <laughs> Shout out to the Plug, man. Um, how did you guys meet anyway, you and Plug? Um, I think it was about months back or a year ago. He, he, um, he, he basically was doing a comedy show upstate, New York, Middletown, and he booked me to host it. So I went up there and I had a big fan base in this town. So Yeah, Moncello. Killed the killed the comedy show out there in a the little firehouse. It was lit. So one of the things that happened when I when I'm listening to people that gets missed out on is is before you became Mr. Commodore. So I know where you're at now and people know your story. The before time, before you were Mr. Commodore. What was like first of all, like let's talk about some of your inspirations. So we're gonna start from your parents, like your mom, your dad, like what role did they play in who you are today? Well, my mother, she played a major role, you know what I'm saying? She was there, like, my father, you know what I'm saying, was, was tripping on drugs and all that, you know what I'm saying? He's 26 years clean now, but it was a, 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 a little run, you know what I'm saying, where he was missing out of my life, and my mom's you no know, held it down for me, my brother, and my sister, and all that. Yeah, you have a big family? Yeah, I have a big family, yeah. Like, how many brothers, how many sisters? I got uh, three brothers, two sisters. Are any of them in the in the field that you're in or no. entertainment? No. <laughs> Just you? It's me. All right. So you like the unicorn. Yeah. Where are you? Are you the middle child? What are you in, in the house? Yeah, I'm in the middle. You're the middle child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the middle child. So, so, yeah. It's not, it, it all, <laughs> all have the same mother and father either. Same mother. Okay. So my okay. father have some kids and my mother, then my mother have, we all, she, we all like my mother, my, my closest brother and my sister is like from my mother's side though. Okay. And what did your mother do that, you know, that inspired you like to, to like, have the worth ethic that you have oh she um she got two jobs and went to school i seen her get a master's like wow. and work like she was never home <laughs> but i knew what she was doing though so that's, she, that's cool i know what she was doing and so what are some of your other inspirations like let's say when I, I heard an interview with you and what something that you did that i don't see from a lot of comedians is you mentioned Capone. You said Capone's my mentor. So what that did to me is I, I grew up in the Bronx and I've always seen the name on flyers, 
uh, him, Rob Stapleton. I've seen those names. Mm -hmm. And I know even some of comedians that came up under them. And they never really spoke about him to the point that I was like, let me look this guy up. So I looked him up. I seen that he he hosted Apollo for like 18 years yeah, uh, and just stuff like that. So for those that don't know, can you can you like break down who Capone is and, and what is his influence in your life? Uh, Capone is the gangster comedy, Capone Lee. He basically been doing comedy for about 28 years. He opened the doors for lots of people that won't mention it. If you ever go back, you watch Paper Soldiers, you'll see he started Kevin Hart's career off. Kevin Hart was running from Philly to Jersey to New York to get on stages about 20-something years ago before he broke, you know, before he got his big break. And, you know, Capone has uh, put a lot of people on stages. Mike Epps, a lot of people, he has basically gave them they, their, their time, their shine and all that. At the same time, Capone will teach you the business. That's why I say he's my mentor because he didn't teach me how to be funny. He taught me how to handle my business ever, ever, if I ever had to sit down in meetings with owners, bosses, and I'm saying he taught me how to handle my business on that type of side of, of the industry. And a lot of people, they won't mention it because they didn't listen to the business side. They just wanted to get that money real quick when it was there and ready for them and that's why a lot of people are places where they at right now. What you've taken in your way is how you help other people out. Like you look out and you give information. Right. Uh, even when you did an interview and they asked you a question about, somebody said something, this girl said, when you make it, and you said, I already made it. And I love that answer because mm -hmm. do you get that a lot? People thinking that, you know, cause I think you accomplished a lot and people look at it like when you make it, I'm like, it takes a lot to get where you're at. So right. do you get that a lot? Yeah, people? I do. I do. Some people say when you make it or you already made it and I don't know because that, that, that question is kind of tricky because what do they mean? Some people have different like definitions of you made it like oh financially or did I make it like like work after like what do you mean by that? Like um, I made it or the people I'm surrounded by or you see me working with. So everybody has their own definition of you made it. Right. So, um, so one of the things I, when I, when I look at and I say a person made it, uh, it's the, it's the mentality. Like for example, when somebody, uh, I, I gave an example one time of, um, the guy who knocked the first guy that knocked Mike Tyson, I think it was Razor Ruddick and he got to where he, so he went from like, he, he had a, he had a story that people don't know about. Like he was trying to win and he was, you know, he wasn't a bad fighter. The thing about it is he was supposed to be a tune-up fight for Mike. So when he knocked Mike out, the thing about it, he advanced so fast that he didn't know what to do with the fame. That's not your case. Your case is you had a, a slow, steady progression. I've seen you for many years. Like there was a year, uh, I forget when it was, um, a few years ago when when your your video was like in my inbox, like every other day somebody was sending me something. Right. So when I see somebody like you, it doesn't surprise me how you are in terms of like your humbleness because you didn't just do one viral video and go and go crazy mm -hmm. and then you stuck with the okay how do I act from this right so um so talk about that 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 climb and, um, and what it and what it means to you I I enjoy it like it the 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 journey because you know it was a time where I couldn't get people to pay attention or even watch my videos like I had a small audience and. That's how, you know, that's that's where you got to come from. You got to come from the bottom because it was a time where nobody was watching. Nobody was watching, you know what I'm saying? It was a time I couldn't reach out or DM or hit people up and, or even get people to work with me. That that was out. Um, had a bigger um, fan base. So I worked my way up and I, I, liked, I, I liked the struggle, you know what I'm saying? I liked how it worked out for me because I always stick to my lane. I always stood 
to what I knew was going to work for me. Cool. And and what did you so when you when you say that right because you started from all right before you started let's say um the, your your last job because this is nine five kills we talk about killing your day job and I like some another thing you do is the honesty because yeah. I'll talk to somebody and they're like listen don't say that I got fired Glenn I wanna I'm like <laughs> that's part of the, that's part of that makes the story interesting as soon as I said I said um it's about people that kill their day job you said and I got fired which I got fired too um but I had planned to leave but I got fired so I like the fact that you was like nah nah this is what happened yeah and, and so so tell me about your last job and what kind of what kind of like, why did they fire you? What were you doing? And did you want to be fired? Um, my last job, I was a peace officer, security job, peace officer. And I got there, what, 2000, I got there 2004. They hired me 2005 permanent. In two years, working there, I became a sergeant on a four to 12 shift. 2011 comes. I pick up the mic, I start doing stand-up, I start taking it serious. So now, as I'm a sergeant and I'm working the 4 to 12 shift, I'm doing shows. Shows is like at 10 o'clock, mm -hmm. sometimes 8 o'clock. So my partner, I tell him, you hold me down. I, I take off the top of my uniform. <laughs> I, take my, <laughs> I take off my uniform shirt and I, I leave for a little while and go do yeah. a show. And my car goes. And I'll go do a show real quick, I'll go do a set, and I'll come back at before you know midnight drunk and all that clock out. <laughs> they never caught up to that. Right, they never caught up to that. Right, years go by and now I'm transferred to the eight to four. Cause I, I, I even dropped my, my, I dropped my status because I wanted to be on the eight to four shift. So I was a sergeant. Then I went down to be a regular officer cause I wanted to work the eight to four. I think that was 2000. What year was that? 2000, I want to say 14, mm -hmm. 14. I went to the eight to four shift and Things was not picking up yet. You know, I was just, you know, here and there. So I was I was taking the job serious and I wasn't taking my career serious. So then things picked up 2016. After we did the 124 web series, things was picking up. But don't matter what, every time things picked up, I still went back to work. Capone would tell me, a lot of people would tell me, like, you have a job? People that was booking me, like, out of town, like, wanted me to travel certain days weekends can you can you fly out we want to put you on the show i was like yeah i got a job i don't got them i don't got those sick days i can't make it <laughs> they're like what you got a job sick days you, you work i was like yeah man i pay bills like it's like oh all right. like i ain't there yet you know what i mean so right. then um 2019 came and, and this is like since 2016 when i'm when i'm really being seen people they, they calling left and right I'm turning down thirty five hundred versus seven hundred and fifty dollars a week. <laughs> That's crazy. So I'm turning down a lot of offers. Right. I'm, I'm complacent. I'm comfortable, and I want I want to depend on that that money that's always there. It's steady for saying, eight right? hours. For eight hours for eight hours seven hundred and fifty dollars after taxes <laughs> a week. Eight hours. So I was holding on, and I started you know just violating, taking sick days. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, being late when I wanted because. The career started taking over. I didn't. I didn't know. I wasn't seeing it, but I was still taking over. I come in when I want, call out, go over, <laughs> go over the benefits, all that. So they finally fired me. You know what I mean? And I felt like everybody was doing what I was doing, but I didn't care at that time because I already felt it was coming. I was like, they're gonna fire me. Right. They're gonna fire me. And when they fired me, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was scared for the like first week. Mm. I was like, I right, now what I'm gonna do? 
I wasn't thinking about unemployment. Like that's that's not that's not gonna help. Like right. I got real bills. So I was like, but when they fired me, my credit was great and my bank account was good. So I was like, I do, I did save when I was working, and I wasn't thinking about the career. I was getting, I was working check to check. I was living off check to check. So when they fired me, it was go time. Phone yeah. calls left and right. I just started getting straight to it. And it was a blessing. Like, it was God that fired me, I think. <laughs> like, you got to get out there, man. Like, yeah. there's no looking back after that. And it's funny, you know, when, when I hear you talk about it, this is some of the same things that I'll go through. And um, I'll be working with people who super talented to it. They be telling me, yo, I don't know what you're doing here. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing here. Yeah. I'm like, they look at me. I'm like, bro, I'm like, you got the same thing. The, the thing I think what, what happens is nobody sees the, themselves like other people see them. So like you telling me this, you just blew my mind because I just left mine this year, five months. Like so, I, I I've been doing this podcast for about a year. Mm -hmm. So I got about this is second season, and people kept saying, "Yo, I'm, I interviewed a dude that won a gram." He's like, "What you doing at your job?" And I was like, "Nah, I can't." And I can't be on the podcast. I said because I said until I don't have a day job, mm -hmm. until I kill it. So people were looking at me, and I was like, "I'm not looking at them because even the people that I know who kind of made it out." Like there's a guy I know, I won't say his name, but he made it out of his job and he was like talking about different people want to want to put him on a show, right? And I'm like, you could do it yourself. You don't really need them because he got the internet. I think, I think the same way about you. Somebody said something about you like, and so they was like, no, he should do such and this. And I'm like, the thing about it, what people don't know is when you get in one, when you leave one room, right? And you get in another room, they don't know the conversation of that room. Mm -hmm. The level you at, when you get to that room, it's a whole nother bunch of rules. Yeah. And then there's another bunch of rules. And you don't get that information until you get to that room. Yeah. And I and I look at it. That's why when somebody says you should be doing it, I'm like, I don't know what his what I don't know what he does. I, I know I like it. I mm -hmm. see the the, the the struggle and I see the progression, but I don't know what they tell you in that room. Like I don't know why you don't like I give you an example. I don't know why, for example, I'm looking at Netflix. And I heard you mention something about Netflix, right? Um and um, and, and you were like, but I don't, I turn down things because I'm, cause I, I don't need to just take everything. Right. And then I see another dude, like that day you said that I was watching Netflix and I saw this dude, you kind of opened my eyes. I saw a dude on Netflix and I'd never seen him before. And I said, what is this dude doing here? Mm -hmm. Who is this guy? So I see you put in the work, but I know that what happens is sometimes people will be like, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to give him this unless he does this. So what are the kind of things that would, would make you not take a deal um, um, depending on? I like I like chemistry. So it's not even about deals. Like if it's if it's worth my while, it's worth my time or, or sometimes you know what I'm saying it's not it's not worth the money. Like I'm not doing it. I seen some people run themselves into the ground because all they was doing was chasing money. I'm always gonna be relevant. I'm always gonna be consistent because my my, my my talent is real. Some people got a big break like years ago on the internet. Where are they now? This is true. I watch them. I watch people go viral. I'm not saying no names, but you you can you know I know who was going crazy, who everybody was following, and everybody was hopping on them, and and they ran themselves dry to the point where. They can't get another hit. They can't get another viral video. They was looking forward to going viral. They were so used to going viral. That was their thing. Viral is not the thing no more. Content is. You need content to stay consistent and stay um, on top of water. You got to have consistent quality content. And that's what I've been providing. Mm -hmm. So when everybody dries out, I can continue doing what I've been doing. Staying at my pace. 
drop a video here, <laughs> drop a video there, get a roll over here, and just and just keep showing my work and just stay just stay just stay present. And that's what I did. I didn't go everywhere and try to be in on everybody and and jump on and, and do what everybody was doing. I stood to myself and it, it works. It works. No, it it works, and you know it works so well that I think that sometimes. Um, I'll see you in an interview and I'm like, yo, why don't they ask him this? I'll be sitting there like, you know, when you're watching a fight or you're mm -hmm. watching a movie, you're like, don't go in there. Yeah. I'll be like, yo, ask him this. Right. Because in my mind, I'm like, all right, so I think what happens is, like you like you mentioned, like Capone helped you with the business side of things. Right. But I was looking, yo, this guy, when somebody, when you said that he was your mentor, I was like, how? Because your styles were so different. So you clarified something for me. Right. You, you clarified that it was more the business side. Because on my, on, on the, on, but also what you also bring to the business side that I noticed is, like I said, back in the days, Capone's Flies was all in my neighborhood. You now, you like the digital version. Your presence is in my inbox. I can't like, I can't pretend not to not know you. Like, who Mr. Commodore? I can't <laughs> front. Like, and I think that what, what happens is some people think if I know, if I, if I say that I know this person means like it takes something from me. Mm -hmm. uh, and whether that, it, it doesn't do anything for me because I'm not a comedian. And even if I was, I would, I couldn't ignore the fact of the, the, the relevance you put in the world. Cause like I was looking at your videos, tr trying to watch your videos and I was falling asleep mm -hmm. because there was that much content. Yeah. I was like, dude. You not even lying because I went, to, I went to YouTube and this is, there's this this channel where they got Fresca. all of them. Fresca. Out. That's, that's, that's what it is? Yeah. They got compilations of like five minutes and it's my videos and it's another five minutes, my videos and another five minutes. They I'm got watching another night with wife, I'm like, yo, they, they got all my videos. I, I couldn't, I was like, I ain't watching no more. I was sitting there like, they got all, the videos I've done and I forgot about. <laughs> I was watching. I watched one with you and and um and Jim Jones' mom because I met I met <laughs> yeah. Jim Jones' mom a, a years ago. Uh -huh. And so when I saw the skit and I was like, "That's not his mom." It was some some skit you did where you were like on um, front in front of the hey, camera. I really think that's my mother. <laughs> I knew it was Jim Jones' mom because I I met her years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was like, "That's Jim Jones' mom," and I was just like, "Yo, this dude is serious." I think I watched that one literally like five minutes before you came. Uh, that one popped up. That 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 video plays Fresco, whatever they call it, mm -hmm. and they have this music. I like how, but how do people do that? How do they take your videos and, and make compilations? And is that they, legit? They got time. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, my videos is on Instagram and, uh -huh. and it's free. Like once yeah. you post them on the internet, yeah. it's, it's I know it's the world. It's like you can't. It's nothing you could do about it. Once you put it out there, it's out there. Like I think it. I think it's. I don't think it's a bad thing for you. No, though. it's not okay. because I. I want it to be shared. And I want oh. it to be promoted. Everybody that doesn't do Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. I post on Instagram. So there's a lot of people that's YouTubers and Facebook mm -hmm. accounts. They don't do the Instagram. So there's right. people that run down me all the time like, you're the guy from YouTube. And I'd be like, yeah. Because I know they're not watching Instagram. They're watching all my shit on, yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, I watched YouTube. your joint. Like, it was, and then I watched your, I watched your interviews. And um, something, that I, something that stuck out to me in um, an interview that you did was, um, or actually, no, this is something that you, you said to me when we spoke on the phone. You said, uh, I told you that I, I didn't want to ask you questions. I'm watching all your interviews and all your videos, so I wouldn't ask you questions that have been asked. And you said something that I thought was very interesting. You said some people want shows just to have shows. What do you mean? What did you mean by that? Everybody is um, doing podcasts now. Mm -hmm. Everybody's doing what everybody's doing. So basically, everybody has a show. Like every day, I get about at least fifteen people that come in my inbox and be like, "Yo, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm starting off. I got a, I got a, a, a internet radio show. I got a podcast. I got a podcast, and you know, and and what it is is like, what are you doing different? 
I'm just right. I'm just saying I'm just figuring it out. Like, I look and they're like, go go check it out. And I look and I don't see nothing different. So it's like you're just doing what everybody else is doing. Like I remember everybody was making fun. I remember all the old school comedians. They was making fun of uh, Instagrammers. I remember that. They was they was they was attacking. Mm-hmm. They was attack. Yo, they 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 can't be just making videos. They gotta get on stage. They ain't no real comics. They not real comics. And 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 it was like we taken away from real comedy. Right. So. I remember they was making fun of that, and then now they need us. They've been needed you. <laughs> now they need us. It's like you make up your mind. Like no, but that, that that's that's something that been like this is something that I get into with people all the time. Like because I know comedians, and sometimes I tell them don't say that. Like if you come on the show, I said don't say that, bro. And I, I know it's tempting mm-hmm. because what happens is people think that's what. I want to hear or that that's what they have to say to be relevant. Right. And I'm like, you know what? It like w- one thing that I'll take a page from your book. Like, so I, when I watched your videos with you, I think it's major hype, I believe. Yeah. And it's something that you did. And both of y'all did y'all avoided controversy. So what y'all like, what y'all different from some other comedians that I know is that like, I don't watch comedians to hear who you got beef with. I don't care about that. I care if you're funny or if you're not funny. Yeah. So when so when somebody starts to pull you, like, what about this other comedian over here? I see big time comedians fall for that trap. You was dodging and ducking. Both of y'all was like, and I respect that because that's the trick. Yeah, they don't deserve to be mentioned. They don't deserve why your are you, time. Why are we talking about them right now? We here to talk about you, like right. your stuff, like and, and and first of all, my people that I that I you know that I that's in my group. Or the people that are nine five killers, they don't care about who you beefing with. Mm-hmm. They care about like your secret sauce. You ain't giving them the sauce, but like the hard work, the ethics, like you know, to let them know that it's not just like a simple thing, and that you're not gonna just go viral off of this and another comedian, and that's how you're gonna come up. Right. You gotta actually work. There's something that people usually ask you on on different shows. They ask you about your woman, and it's always like it's funny to me that the people they in position already. So they know what it's like, you know, like there's always going to be women around and people like that. But I know already, I'm not going to ask you that question because I know what the reason why, you know, I know you love your lady and I know that you understand as a businessman, having too many different things is not a good thing for us. Right. The question I want to ask you is because you guys work together and you said that, you know, both of you guys were in, she wanted to pursue her acting career. You guys met on a casting and and stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. So how do you guys work together? And, and do you guys, uh, and make it all work together. Do you? How do you guys do that? I learned from working with her because we work very well. But I've learned that you can't, no matter what, who who they are, no matter how much you love them, or if you don't love them, because even if I don't know somebody, you can't make nobody work like you work. So we work well, but sometimes one person is hungrier than the other. So you know. I love her and everything, but she doesn't have it that 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 push. No matter how hard I push her, you know she's getting it, and you know we have these talks. But this is how I met her, so don't get me wrong. You know she she wants it, but she's not going as hard as she need to be going. And I always have these talks with her. I always try to push her, but you know she does. She did at one time have a job, and we have kids. You know she those are her sons. I'm a stepfather, so. Home is really, you know what I'm saying, what really she takes care of. Right. No, and that's, and that's good to know because, you know, when it comes down to this business, 
People look at it like, you know, I got an uncle and he was like, yo, I don't know how, you know, he told me, make sure you take care of your lady. And I'm like, uncle, I learned from your mistakes. Mm -hmm. Like I learned from you chasing um, this one and that one. Like I never wanted, you know, the distractions. So it's not a, it's not a thing for me. Like when you when you focus in your business, your home life is focused and people look right. at you like that. So when I see how you how like you like so one of the things that I like about you is that cuz you put it on front street and when you do interviews, you don't get sucked into that. Like, well, you know, she know. Like some some guys be goaded. I know they good yeah. guys, but they let the they let the person interviewing them get that ego mm -hmm. riled up and they say some weird shit and I'm like, "Bro, you know. Just keep it 100." Keep it 100. Yeah. Even if I wanted to right now, though, there's so many people watching. Don't matter. Don't matter. Like, yeah, everybody's watching. Mm -hmm. There's no way in the world. Like, there's no creeping. <laughs> there's no way around cheating right now. Like, even like, if you're a cheater, they get caught. You've seen, you've seen what happened to many stars. Many stars. They get caught. Yeah. They think there's cameras everywhere. So somebody yeah. in your circle, always somebody talking. There's somebody always you got to watch out for. Like, Sometimes it's the girl. Like, I've seen, you know... The funny thing is, I, I seen girl. people that I know that's not even, they're not even the level you at. And I seen girls take pictures of them and then send it to them. I'm mm -hmm. like, yo, that's scary to me. Yeah. You got a lady and she send you these, what do you think she's going to do if she, if she ever, you know, he don't even remember her taking those pictures. I'm like, don't that scare you? Right. Oh, nah, she would never. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. get a little, get a little higher. <laughs> <laughs> That's like yeah. one of those things you go to see or like uh, one of those stations, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I just respect that the fact that you know that, and um, and 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 also I think that in in your business, the it keeps the conversation about the business with you, yeah. you know. So so one, you don't get pulled in the beefs. Two, you know, it's about your comedy, and and three, like your loyalty. Everybody knows. Like so, one of the things I also notice about you is when you do something, you're behind it. Uh, you go additionally and you put it out there. Yeah, you know, I mean, some people don't do that, mm -hmm. and I think I just think that I'm that's still confused not, by the question. If I do something with Jimmy Jazz, uh -huh. I'm all the way in. Well, I got a friend; he did a movie, mm -hmm. right? One day I'm watching Netflix, I see it on a movie. He had it nowhere on social media, nowhere did he, he did in a movie, but he, he didn't, he didn't let his he didn't put anybody oh, okay, know. Okay. I, I'm his friend, and I didn't know right. about it, yeah. so I guess I missed uh, said it. All right, so when you do something mm -hmm. with a company or something, you put it out there, you put it on social media to your people, right. so we know that it's there. Yeah, I mean, I'm paid to do that. <laughs> some people are paid and they don't do it. Right. Some people are paid and they don't do it. They don't do it. Like yeah, I think it's I think it's only right that you show like because I'm I'm great at marketing. People are missing. People are missing out on bigger opportunities. So when they see me working with Jimmy Jazz, mm -hmm. Foot Action, or even Geo Inc., like you marketing something. Right. So it's like you market it, and then other other companies see that and say, "Wait, I could use him because." He's great at marketing. He so he just did for Jimmy Jazz and Foot Action and, and X Y Z. Like he just promoted the hell out that yeah. situation. Everybody's gonna go to that store now. But that's Everybody's what I'm. Go, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So you don't just you don't just do it and then that's it. Yeah. No. Like I gotta find out on Netflix that my boy's in a movie. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, that was a little part. I'm like, bro, that's something. Right. A little part. And so <laughs> and so my brain is like, yo, this is a, this is a guy who tells me, yo, I don't get a lot of gigs, blah blah blah. And then when he gets a little something, he doesn't. He makes it into like, ah, you know, that's nothing. There's a lot of people like that. They don't utilize their social media. Okay. And that's they, they, there's people that say, yo, I need a shot. I get rappers all the time. They're like, yo, man, I'm trying to get some promo, and I go to their page. And their page is private. Yeah, how you gonna get? Promo? How you how you want to be a public figure? You want to be an artist? And your page is private. Like you you're doing it backwards. Like you so worried about people or girls or or, or chicks is worried about dudes on their page. Is like you doing something that everybody needs to see. Who cares if you got haters or stalkers? Like your page is supposed to be open. If you're doing what everyone everybody to see and 
you're trying to promote yourself, like you need to get out there. Right. No matter what. And so that's one of the things. Um, What would you say, like, in your career, like, people talk about their highlights. What's one of your biggest failures that, and what did you learn from it? Biggest failures. Anything. that you say that, you know, you learned something from it. Like, you, like, not that you wish you didn't do it, but what did you learn from something that happened to you? Um, it could be anything, like, business-wise. Mm. Um. Yeah. I was I, I I didn't I never failed. It it just it just was a journey. Like I don't, I don't think I ever failed. I made a lot of business. I mean I made I made a lot of business mistakes. Like choice wise. Like like right. That's what I mean. Something I did, I did a lot of free shit for people that I didn't deserve. You know okay. That's <laughs> that one. Did, there you go. I did a lot of free shit for people a lot at the beginning. You know that didn't deserve it because right now they're not they're not they're not supporting what's going so on. So that's one that's yeah. one of the things I'm talking about. So it's it's that, it's that. like your energy like so right now mm-hmm. I see that you know you're it's almost like you a ninja like your moves is more in a line like you know. Right. So I seen I seen people that I don't know doing stuff for people and I'm like why are they doing that for this person and, and I don't see the the love back. Right. So that's that that will be not a failure I should say but it's just some it's one of those things where it's like you learn from it. Um you your time is valuable. You learn from it because and to this day, you still you still people you get people that just try to use you for your time and and feel like it's okay. And there's people like that. They just think it's really okay. Like they see how hard you work and they be like, "Hey, man, can you just come to the club, man, tonight? Just show for two hours, man. You know, I don't really got a big budget, man. I'll give you a, a bottle of champagne and you could bring four people and just just show love." And it's like, and once I get there. I got to take all the pictures. I got to get harassed all night, and I got to. You know, I got to go through. It. People don't understand what I go through when I get when I go out the house. Period. Like, like I don't. That's not free. Like my time ain't free. Like, and then some. And sometimes it's not safe. The atmosphere. Like I'm risking my life for a bottle of champagne. You telling me? Got one security guard. He want to drink with everybody. <laughs> like <laughs> this is where I'm walking into for a right. bottle of champagne. All right. Right. People are nuts. Right, they don't think about other people's life or insurance. Like they just, they just think about themselves. Right. So yeah, that's one of the things, and I think that it, it also comes from a person not realizing, you know, having never been in the situation you're in. Uh, so one of the things actually that I'm thinking about is how often do you get this? People thinking that they could they could do a skit for you, or, or saying, hey, this idea because people close to you or people <laughs> that know you, yo, you know what? I see you doing this, but yo, this would be something else. He's around me all the time. And he's around me all the time, and, and and we just be saying funny shit and just I I I sometimes take an idea, but in the DM, people will write like, "Yo, you should do this," and and then part two should be like this, and I just be like, "Oh my goodness, why they didn't do it? It's such a great idea. Like you, you, you do it. That's like me be like, "Yo, Jay, that song was fire, but next time." Yo, put this in there. I'm telling you, everybody gonna go crazy. You missed, yo. If you don't write it like this, yo, Jay, that's not the way you, nah, you're supposed to come on there like this. Oh, you supposed to do it like that. So I'm used to it. I mean, one time, when I, like at the beginning, I'm, I'm a little more laid back now, but when I was on Facebook one time, some dude was in my, my inbox and he said he told me yo you should do it i said you do it i said you do it see how let's see how it works you do it <laughs> that's funny um do you think that it's it's because you know they see you as so one of the things is they probably like you you do such a good job of like 
of of how you out there that people see your face so much they feel like they know you like even when I see you I'm like mm-hmm. yo I know this guy but I, I like in my mind I'm like I don't know him so I give him the respect of yeah. somebody who I just met right. and and do you think that sometimes people they they blur the lines between what's respectful and what's not yeah they they don't they don't know like you know they feel like I, they feel like I, I can touch him I can reach him you know he's just out there so it's like they're not it's like he's he's just a funny guy some people like he's a clown some people like he's a comedian some people like he's a businessman. But you know, everybody has their own view of what I am. So some people are just ignorant, and <laughs> sometimes right. they don't know what it is like to be in my shoes. So they will just say anything most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Or want you to be funny when when you when they want you to be out. funny like right there on the spot. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the funny guy. And you know, <laughs> be introduced to everybody. This is my boy, and he's the funny guy. Say something funny. Yeah, man. Oh, you not smiling? Are you 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 too serious? Like. And you know what? The first time I ever seen that, I saw Tracy Morgan like way back in the day. And this is like before, like he was he was blown up already. He had the cars and everything, but he wasn't, he didn't have the show. He wasn't on that stuff. It was like many years ago. I've been seeing him in the circuit for a while. Yeah. And he was in a car outside and these dudes was like, yo, Tracy, yo, say something funny. And he looked at him and they were like, yo, what's wrong with Tracy Morgan? I'm like, yo, the dude is as like, long as you don't he know don't him. know you. <laughs> <laughs> they walked up to his car and they was like, yo, you seen how, he look, how he's looking at us? And I was like, yo, this dude don't know you. And you walked up on his car. There's two guys he didn't know. He ice grilled them and they were like, oh. And then they walked away. They didn't, they didn't think, yo, there's another side to They, read, they, read, <laughs> they was lucky. Most is Tracy Morgan from Tompkins. <laughs> Brooklyn, they don't like, know. From the hood, like. What you see on TV or in movies is what you that's see. That's what you like, see. That's what you see. You run up on anybody else in the street, that's what you're going to get. Like, this character. That's it. It's just, yeah. it's just what you see. Like, Yeah. Um, what would you say um, when you, like, in terms of, like, where you want to, like, like not where you want to be, but, like, mm-hmm. from where you come from, um, where, where do you see yourself? Because I know you said something, uh, I think on This Is 50, um, they say, what, where do you want to go? And you said, I want this. And you kind of showed the, 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 um, the, the background. It was like the banner. Mm-hmm. What do you mean exactly? Basically, uh, it's happening. What I, what I, what I want or what I keep saying is happening. Mm-hmm. So it's happening right now for me. Doors yeah. are opening. Opportunities is there. I just got to be prepared. Things is happening. Due to the pandemic, you know, things slowed down, but I've been working. So where I want to be, I'm there. It's happening. It's happening right now. Like, all I got to do is get up every day and work. It's yeah. happening. And I see it. You know, I think that what happens is, for example, like the pandemic, good mm-hmm. good example. Uh, some people were like, yo, when it gets back to normal. And I'm like, see, people people as, people as, as hungry yeah. and, and as awoke, they yeah. know that it was that it was never a time when you were supposed to be chilling. It, it was, was always like- time. Like this is a perfect time for me anyway mm-hmm. to like do stuff. Like I actually was able to start converting some of my videos to like, in, like watching your stuff made me say, you know what? I'm gonna put my stuff on YouTube. Right. Like I never had any desire to put, right. I'm only the audio, but it, it made me say, you know what? I keep finding your stuff. Mm-hmm. And like you said, people are remixing and mixing and remixing. I'm like, yo, somebody's gonna do that. So, but if they, if it's not there, that's a whole market you missing out on. Like I, I was totally missing out on the YouTube market because I was like, nah, my people are this. But then in doing the research on you and somebody else, I said, you know what? These people got a lot. You got a lot in your arsenal, which I mm-hmm. think is, is cool. So right now, Instagram is like, is that your main hub? Or are you still YouTube? You still do stuff on YouTube? Um, or it's mainly Instagram now? Everybody's telling me to get a YouTube channel. And I feel like I don't want to monetize with YouTube. 
I feel like I don't want to waste material on YouTube. I feel like I have a bigger opportunity with Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon. Like, if I put out a short, if I put out a movie, it's going to be a short in a movie. I'm not going to put it on YouTube. Right. I'm not going to wait for a million views to get a bag. And, and Or what if it's just a hit and miss and I don't get a bag. It's like I just wasted my pen game and I feel like my pen game is excellent. So if I put out something on YouTube, it's for the fans. The fans are greedy. And they have every right to because I put out a whole two seasons of web series that was free, one, two, four. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you ever watched it, check it out. But that stuff was free. Right. And that was a lot of work. Nobody got paid for that. YouTube got that free. So if I do something like that again, am I ignorant? Am I stupid? Mm -hmm. Of course I am. I'm supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? On a bigger platform. I'm not supposed to go backwards. You know what I'm saying? YouTube is not hollering. It's YouTube hollering me and say, yo, we want that now. Mm -hmm. Come meet with us. We're going to give you X, Y, Z. And it works out. Then, yes, I'll go to YouTube. But I'm not going to just keep putting out. You know what I'm saying? Instagram, you get a minute. Yeah. That's enough. It's Except free. It's more than enough. I'm healing the world for free. You laugh. You get your daily dose. And I keep it moving. So when people say go to YouTube, it's, it's now it's done being greedy. Yo, get a YouTube pit. Now you want me to go to YouTube. You want me to do YouTube, Instagram. You just want me to just be a free entertainer for the rest of my life. So they, yeah. they don't look at the, the business side yeah. of it. You know what I mean? Like, and even if something I'll add to it is like even you doing that free series, it it brought you to where you are today anyway. Yeah. So it technically that, that wasn't was even work. free. Yeah. So it's people, you know, people look at it and they'll say, yo, I don't have any ads on my on my stuff either. And mm -hmm. the reason why is because the pennies they pay you. The pennies YouTube and all these yeah. places pay you. It's pennies. Like what your real power is, like I don't want to waste, and you don't waste people's time with commercials and stuff like that. Right. You actually, you get to the funny and like you mm -hmm. said, one minute hit uh, and then I think it's more than enough. Like your stuff, I, I mean, I see the, I see the, the like I could watch it over and over again. Right. So when you watch a show, you like a series, you like to watch the whole joint, and and then also it gets people primed and ready for something bigger mm -hmm. because, like you said, it shows the the elevation. Right. As opposed to like you know you giving it giving them more free stuff, they're gonna mm -hmm. say, well, he got too much time on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> what are you too doing? Too much time. Like he, he he really enjoys what he's doing. He just gave us a whole hour on YouTube. He gave us a movie. You saw that movie he gave us? Like no. No way. That brings me to my next question. You classify yourself as a comedian, actor. But you're, like, you're also a director. And then you said stand-up. I couldn't find stand-up online. Right. Is there any reason? Is that something that you purposely have mm -hmm. not have? A I've uh, put up material before. Mm -hmm. Material gets stolen. I haven't got to, because, you know, I don't consider myself a stand-up comedian. But I've done stand-up. I consider myself an entertainer. Because there's nothing I can't do. You see me make music. You see me do it in a funny way. But I've also made a real song. I've, I have music on iTunes. Like I, I'm all around entertaining. I'm like Diddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have the talent to do it all. Right. Like I can do it all. But right now, you know, the focus is on the acting and the comedy. That's the main focus. So I don't consider myself a stand-up comedian. But even if, I, even if I was, I still wouldn't post my sets. I still, until I get a special, and then you've seen it already, it hit Netflix, it hit YouTube, or it hit a major um, yeah. Showtime, or it hit, you know what I'm saying, a major uh, platform, because people don't understand, like, that's your material. That's your work. Other comedians see that, they guess what? It's gone. They take it. Or, it's, your fans see it, they can't come see you now. If I didn't get a special yet, and I keep saying the same jokes, why would I put out a, a 10 minute or 15 minute um, video of me on the stage. And then when my fans come out, they got to see that 10 or 15 minutes again. Yeah. <laughs> like we paid for what we just saw online, man. Right. We, we just saw Hurley's jokes. Like, 
That's why when Kevin Hart does his tour, he says, put your phone there. You get thrown out. Right. They would throw you out. A lot of comedians, they would throw you out because it's serious. You can't record that stuff. Do they put that stuff in the bag still? I think Prince was the first one I seen do that. Yeah. Where they put his stuff, your stuff in a bag and then they take it from you. You don't yeah, even they have don't, your phone. They don't, some places they'll take it, but They yeah. take the phone and you yeah, get it no at the phones. end of the day. Yeah, no phones. You're going like, to watch this show or they just have tight security and as soon as they see a flash or they anything, they're out. They don't even care if, if it's, not, it's not being recorded. If they see a phone in your hand. That's it. You got to go. Man. Um, what's one of the what's one of the the craziest things uh, in terms of I would say in terms of like a, a a fan has approached you that you just thought was a little bit too much? Yeah, like in Pittsburgh, <laughs> <laughs> they, these dudes was like they noticed who I was and, and we was, I was shopping. Me, we in a clothing store and they run up. And I, I don't got the one of my favorite characters. Everybody loves fresh out. Yeah, fresh out. So some people say, hey, fresh out, and then they go back when they see it. But these dudes, they was like, do it, do it now, do it, do it, do it, do it right now. Hurry, come on, do it for us. We want you to do it. And I'm like, <laughs> they're like, do it. You're not going to do it for us. But they were serious, like, do it. We want you to do it. I was like, yo, you see the orange do rag in the glasses? It's like, nah, but you got the Tims. I said, yeah, I'm from New York. I always wear Tims. It's like, yeah, I'm not doing it right now, man. I'm shopping, I'm chilling right now. He's like, come on, man. They got mad. Okay, so you so figure out what they wanted. Okay, yeah, but it was like it was pressing me, like, wow. like nah, do it, do it, you gotta do it. I'm like, they had their phones out, they wanted me to do it on their on their phone, like, like wow. you know what I'm saying. So I was like, I get it, but it's a, it's a it's a way to approach me. You know what I'm saying? If you want if you want my attention, and I wasn't on that type of time. And, uh, and there's something else that you that you mentioned, like uh, in our interview, I've seen a few different people that are like you know public figures, and there's one I remember recently, uh, I was going to work with one and. We walking down the street, and I mean, everybody was coming up to this person, right? Mm -hmm. And no pictures, no interview. This is what they were doing. And I was like, so by the time we got to where we was going, like 50 people must have came. And I was like, yo, you don't, you don't, you don't take pictures with anybody? Nah, I don't do that. All right, cool. But you said you do. Yeah. So what? So what's? Where does that come from? Like, where do you get that from? Because I just assumed that nobody. Did. I was like, oh, maybe it's me. I was like, I would have probably taken a picture. Some of them people look look pretty. Most of them didn't look like they was up to anything. They just, they just wanted a picture or like a a high. And this person was like, no, and glasses. And I was like, for me, I was like, we ended up not working together. But I saw this side that was like, man, like these are the people that made you, and they don't even want to stop. That's, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Well, for me, um, I got. Plenty of DMs, screenshot it, saved. People don't lost their mothers, their fathers. They almost lost their lives. They on a they on a dying bed, sickle cell, cancer, just just stress, miserable. Just people just with different illness, and they will come in my inbox and they'll tell me, "Yo, today you made me laugh." Today, you know what I'm saying? These messages I'm getting, like, "Yo, I'm I'm going through it," and you know, relationships I just lost. My girl, some do some people is mostly time like you know what I'm saying, women or men. You know what I'm saying they just going through hard times, and that's why I keep going. That's why I do it. And when you're in the street and you see some of these people and they so happy to see you and they got their camera out, you don't know if you're ever gonna see them again. Now it's imagine true. you told somebody no. <laughs> you got You got You, you got to lay down that. with that. You got. It's like damn. Like you know what I'm saying this person like probably had two days left to live. They could have been sick, but that day they were so happy to see you. They smiled. They wasn't smiling all day, but when they saw you, mm -hmm. you made their day. 
oh shit. And you got to see the reactions. Like, you really going to be like, nah. Now you look at you like, what? Looking at yourself. You got to fill out for yourself too. You got to fill in yourself. Like, I just really told this person, no, why? I had time. I wasn't doing shit. I was just walking the street. I wanted to be seen. Fuck, I'm going to walk the street <laughs> with no bodyguards and, and right. tell people you can't take a picture of me or you can't video yeah. me or you can't. Nah, I don't work like that. Like, nah. I don't deny pictures. It was only one time because I was I had two gigs and I was at a sneaker store and I was doing a, 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 a I was hosting a sneaker store event showcase and I had to be somewhere else. Right. So I had to rush out, like, and I was rushing out. Everybody was like, hey, wait, wait, I need pictures. I was like, I got to get some. I'm sorry. I got to go. I got to go. It was a lot, a lot of them. It wasn't one or two. It was like right. everybody like, don't leave yet. I was like, I got to gotta be somewhere. Sorry. That was the only time I denied. Like, right. Somebody that. Denied a couple of people like that one time because I had to be somewhere else on time. No, nah, but that's legit though. What is one of the things that you've done like recently that you wish that you would have done earlier? Moved. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because um, not not for real. Um, the pandemic, real. the pandemic really sat my ass down. When I say that, I looked at my story in March, my stories, and I was looking the story. I mean, on Instagram, a storyline, out every night, booked, working. Nothing wrong with that. Out with the missus, out with the, my family. We just drinking, eating, drinking, eat out. We traveling the world like we having a ball. So much money spent, mm -hmm. but my living situation was horrible. I knew that. Wifey knew that. The kids knew that. It was going on for years. Working so hard, we didn't have chances to come home and sit down and get it right. So the pandemic really sat my ass down and made me think like, this is it. I got to I gotta get out of here. My mind is it's not, it's not, it's not working right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, you see all these videos, you'll see them seeing the green room, you'll see, you know, things happen and everybody's like, no, he's happy, everything's great. I was like, no, my job is to make everybody happy. And I realized nobody's job is to make me happy. It's my job. So I had to put myself and my family in a better position. But I had to do it because it was going to make me happy. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's... That's real. That's what I wish I did, you know what I'm saying, years ago, like... Shit, like people don't understand watching from the outside, like the real story. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's funny that it's that people, they want the story. Like I see people almost guiding sometimes when I, when I watch interviews with mm -hmm. people and they get somebody in front of me, they try to guide the interview. Like that's something that I would have never known. Uh, and that's something that I've gone through with myself, you know, like deciding, you know, whether, you know, like I invested in all my equipment before I left my job. You know, mm -hmm. and people kept telling me, you don't got to do that now. You're going to be broke when you leave. I was like, but at least you got everything. Mm -hmm. At least you, right. if you, imagine if you, if you would have stayed and you would have been like, well, I'm just going to keep, just get the trappings that are, that are, that, that for day to day. But I don't think about where I rest my head at the end of the night. That's, that's very that's, important. That's very important. That's, that's very important, man. For real. Like that, that's very important when you rest your head at, man. Yeah. Because it, it, it kind of de determines like. Your lifestyle, like mm -hmm. like some of the things you mentioned, even in your in, in in some of the interviews, is that when you was coming up, and there were there was like the street life and gang situations. I got the same stories because the, the area I lived I lived around in, right. So my parents didn't know what I went through. I'm sure your parents didn't know the the extent that you had to go through just to be out there. Like you had to skip, for example, when you 
when you had a suit on or something, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I love this skit where, the, where, where, you, where you were like, you had a job and right. you were walking and then somebody hit you with an egg and they were like, you know, yeah. kind of disrespectful to you. And where that resonates with me is that in my neighborhood, everybody was selling. So when I was happy to get a job and I thought, oh, I'm gonna take this girl out. She was like, I don't date squares. <laughs> so that was that that run right there was like you don't even know how that joint hit home I was like I watched it a few times because I was like yo it that didn't happen to me but that's how I felt at that moment like right. I was proud of something and then in my neighborhood that wasn't something to be proud of right oh you're not street oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah you you were you a square right I want somebody with with, with we can have the same money but mm-hmm. they don't like how I made my money yeah. and I think that's what that I like some of your skits because they touch on that yeah. that thing that people miss in the neighborhood yeah, so you that know? that skit right there was, it was two sides, because he got the job, but nobody realized how cocky he was. Remember, he was walking out, and <laughs> yeah, they was okay. like, they was like, you know, the drug dealers was like, and that's how they get money. Can't mm-hmm. knock them, but he act like he was too good now. Oh. Remember, that's why he got hit with the egg. Okay, because he was walking by, he was like. <laughs> Yeah, all right, man, whatever, man. I ain't got no time for that. I got a job now. He was, okay. he was promoting it. You know what I'm right. saying? I got a job now. The chicks was like. He's like, hey, well, these bitches. You know what I'm saying? Because okay, they, they always you. out here on the bench. Like, and then, then he looked up in the dude. He's like, yeah, you should get you one. He was, he was talking crazy. Okay. He wasn't humble. He got a job, uh. but you didn't have to promote it and act like he was better than everybody else. So you got hit with the egg. Wow. See, that's but a whole different thing. He still went thing. to work. After he still he went to work. Egg, he calmed down. He humbled himself. Like, yo, humbled nobody care you got a job. Like, you got a job. That's good. That's, that's what you prefer to do. So that's the that's really what that skit was about. I love that, man. <laughs> like, it, you can take it two different ways. You can look at it like, hello. Why he deserved to hit with that egg? He I didn't even, like yo, he was better than everybody. I didn't even think that part. Yep. See, because you know what's funny when people look at a skit, like it's so funny how you could get so many different things from it. Because what all I what I saw right is like it's almost like when um there was a guy in my neighborhood and 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 a, and a guy and one of the guys said, "Yo, I'm going to school." He's like, "He he, he gonna get he's he was graduated high school. He's gonna go to college." He was mm-hmm. bragging. He was like, "Nobody cared that you going to college." So what? Mm-hmm. He was like. So in his mind, the guy that was going to school was like, yo, be proud of me. And their mind, they was like, just go. Just and go. So it's two different, right? Yeah, so then you look at it, that's kid again, you be like, there's, now I'm gonna look there's at it again. always going to be, then you're going to look at it and say, you seen that, but then you're going to see, oh, it's the people always in your neighborhood that don't want to see you doing better than them. Mm. The dude on the fifth floor is a hater. Right. Throws the egg, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he could have just mind this business. Right. And he was hating because that's the person that never wants to see you doing better. There's, a, there's always somebody in the hood or a couple of people that just like. That don't want you to do better. Yeah. Like, you, ain't, you all right, man. So what? Yeah. Like, don't do better. Like this, uh, like somebody said to me one time, it was like, you know, you can't feed, you can't feed every stray dog because some don't have the strength to bite you. Right. And, that, and that's one of those things where, you know, um, you come to realize in the hood or even like just in life in general, like there was a guy in my last job that I tried mm-hmm. to get a, uh, a different position for, yeah. and all they was doing was talking behind my back. Is there a person? Um, did you ever bump into somebody that that you either worked with or that you were coming up with, and they expected because they came up, they was around you, um, they never helped you, or they, they wasn't supporting you, but that now they think that you owe them something. There's a couple of them. They don't think they ain't not saying I owe them, but they 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 probably believe I owe them. When all actuality, I already helped them. I put them in. I put them on so many different times, and that's like the conversation you just had. Like people feel like that you're supposed to just give it to them. Or you're supposed to just give them some. Like the boy you try to help with the job, they talk behind your back. I lost so many friends at the beginning. Lost a lot of them. Got some of them back, but I lost a lot of them. I didn't lose them because I said let's not be friends no more. I worked hard on what I was doing. I worked hard on my career. 
they laid back. I didn't ask for their help. They disappeared. I just hung out with them. What? During the pandemic, I went back to my projects. I hung out with them. The conversation was different. It was a different conversation. What kind of conversation did you have? It was, it was basically all about me. Conversations we wouldn't have when I was regularly hanging out with them and I wasn't doing nothing. When we was all real friends. How friends kick it? Yeah. It's regular, it's regular shit. It's like, you know, we drinking, we smoking, we talking about whatever. They playing the game. But when I came over this time, it's like, oh, you be around 50. Yo, how is it with the, how is it work with, it, the, the conversation changed. It was all about me. And it was like, it was like, ugh. Would you go back to that? We don't yeah. have the same conversation. We don't have the same, we and we don't, don't we're not, we not doing the same things. Yeah. And the things they was, they doing, or they was trying to do at that time, is not working for them. And they still yeah. trying to do it. And they got to find their way. So when you come around these people, it's like you're kind of like staggering. Like it's like you can't be around people that don't want to do better for themselves. And I try not to keep that in the household with the boys and with wifey. Everybody has to be doing something. If nobody's doing nothing, I can. But then I'm around people that just don't want to do nothing. It doesn't work like that. Like you said, like the conversations aren't real and it feels like people are pitching to you. I got this new song, yo, and... I see, you know what I'm saying? You, you be with 50 and Troy Ab and da, 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 and yo, you think they'll listen to it? They'll try to get it over to them. And Drewski and the DJ, DJ Self, is like, they just, you hear it, you're like, I'm just looking, I'm just listening. Like, I see what I could do. You know, I don't want to say no, but you know, sometimes you have to say no. Like, nah, man, you got to grind. You've been doing this for 12 years, just like me. And I got where I got because I was grinding. You're not grinding. Got to grind. Got to get out there. Stop playing a song over and over in the crib with you, for your boys. Get on stage. Go to showcases. You got to get out there. So are you talking to your younger self, the way you, where you used to be at, and there's a lot of people right now looking at where you are at, and they're probably saying, well, younger and older, let's put it that way. They're saying they want what you have or they want better for themselves. What advice would you get to, give them in terms of getting what they want out of life? Don't procrastinate. Don't procrastinate. Do it. Do it. It's too much procrastinating going on. And that's where in myself. I, I Since I moved, I'm up every day. Like, you can ask me, like, today I hit him up. I was up at 5.44. Like, I can't sleep no more. Like, cause I, every day I feel like I got to do something. I got to be somewhere. Like, but I, I sleep good now. I'm in a better situation. It's not, I'm not, you know what I'm saying, depressed. Like, everybody's happy. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their own space. Everything is, you know what I'm saying, it's different now. So it's like... I got, I, got, I got time now. I got time to write. I got time to do things I need to do. I got a lot of personal things I need to handle, but industry-wise, where, where I need to be at, it's time to get to it. So I'll tell them, don't procrastinate. Get to it. Everything you're saying you need to do and you keep telling yourself you're going to do it, do it. Stop putting it to the side. Stop saying next week, tomorrow. Now nah, I'm going to read this book. I'm going to finish this book. I'm going to watch this movie. Oh, no, I, I, I'm going to check it out. Oh, no, I'm going to go over here today. No, I'm going to go fill out this application. Do it. Do it. You got 24 hours. Do it. Yo, man, that's great advice, bro. And, and I really appreciate you, yo. I really appreciate you coming through. No doubt. Thank you so much, man. It's, it's been a blessing, like, um, seeing everything that you've accomplished and your humbleness and that it hasn't changed you because there's a lot of things that happen in this world, things that people go through, yeah. and it changes them. And I'm glad that you've changed, but from what I see, it's changed for the good. Yeah. You know, because you, you focused on yourself. Like, getting up is definitely important like yeah. one, one of the things that i learned from doing this podcast from interviewing people like this was supposed to just be like a, a labor of love right mm -hmm. but everybody that came on here got up early so now i wake up at four o'clock every day so i was up getting the house ready for you Yo, to come i was sure everything is ready first of all i was about to hit you like 
Because me and wife, we was up drinking henny, sangria. We was watching this Jada kiss, and and, uh-huh. that bat, and then from there, I don't know what happened. We just started partying. We was like right. in the room, just bugging out. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to hit him with the yo. Can we move it up a little more? I was like, nah, I can't do that. He set it up. I don't know how his day is going. I can't act. I can't use my little celebrity. Uh, yo, I, I'm I'm a I'm a make an excuse. That. I'm gonna do something. He's gonna be like, I right, want I'm gonna change the time. I got up and got the fuck out here. Yo, I appreciate that, I man. <laughs> Because I, I was, shower, I was thinking shower, that. Like, uh, it's like, this dude about to hit me with the yo later on today. I'm like, nah, I got to get it over with. Because I got a lot going on today anyway. I got to do another barbecue virtue interview. Yeah. They already brought me a, a package yesterday. And I got to be fresh out. And <laughs> they bring me some chicken barbecue. And it's going to be me, Mano. I think Davies and Casanova, they already did it. But yeah, it's going to be dope and all that. So. That's awesome. Can you tell people where they can find you at? I say go to Google and type in Mr. Commodore. But if you want to watch my videos, my my all my stuff is on Instagram, Mr. Commodore. Thanks for tuning in to the 95 Killers podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at 95killers. Also, we just launched our new membership program through our partners at Patreon. You can find the link with full details in the episode notes below. Have a blessed day and keep killing those comfort zones. Peace. The 9to5 Killers podcast is now available for your listening pleasure on Spotify, Apple Podcast and Stitcher.